Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. the show oh <laughs> i feel great i've never felt more warmly welcome yeah. oh i'm so glad um <laughs> we do a new segment on the show it's called what is annoying you today but you have to try and think of the most like minor oh, thing that you like could the be larry annoyed. david style yes, of living yes what is annoying me today uh my shoes are not as comfortable as i want them to be oh that's a really good one <laughs> damn mine are a little too big for me <laughs> to be honest i it's all i can think about Oh my God, that's <laughs> tough. Because you made that decision when you woke up. You know You're like, I'm going to wear these today. I have a literal pile of shoes from which I pull. I sit down and I consider, I go, hmm. first I have to find the sock. And then the sock, if I oh, pair... first sock. <laughs> once I find the sock, I have to be like, this low cut sock I have is not the lowest cut sock. So some part of it's going to be visible. So I have to go high top. Great. Great minor annoyance. <laughs> it actually reminds me of I bought two packs of the same exact pairs of socks. Okay. Um, or things of socks. And same size and everything. One pack came. They're perfect no-show socks. They fit. They stay on. Mm. The other pack, for whatever reason, mm -mm. doesn't even, mm. like, barely gets mm. around the ankle. Mm. But here's the big problem. I cross-pollinated. Oh, God, no. I know. I know. So now I go into the oh, I go into the sock drawer, grab some Russian socks. Roulette. One's great, one's oh, terrible. No. Now I'm searching, now I'm opening other packs. Can I can I tell you what the I like most about this story though? Is it reveals to you that 
in another way, you and I are exactly the same. We're, we're adult <laughs> men. Yep. Uh, we don't love shopping. I can assume. Yeah. Uh, I find one thing that I like and I buy 10 of them. Oh. I'm like, oh, cool. A pair of pants. I'm getting five more in the exact same. And then somehow when you do that, three of them don't work out. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> I, I do feel like one main thing that happens when you get older is once you find things you like, you're like, I'm not changing All in. from this ever. All in. We're going I, now. I have a pair of golf shoes I like. They're not made anymore. What, what the hell am I supposed to do? Wear quit these golf. forever? You're supposed to quit golf. Okay. Well, that'll probably <laughs> save me time, money, and mental health all at the same time. All right. So today, I want to do an exercise with you. I'm not like I wouldn't make you exercise, but um, I want to do an exercise where we go through on the DraftKings Sportsbook app a little something called um, Guess guess the Future. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm very good at guessing. Probably should be called Predict the Future. No, let's go. <laughs> All right, so there's a Player Futures tab here, and it goes through everything of like a bunch of different stuff. I'm going to skip like um, – well, maybe we can do this one. Who do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play for next year? I believe Jimmy Garoppolo will play for. He now he's demanded a trade, or he's been oh given boy. permission by the 49ers to seek a trade. The thing about this, the thing about the NFL is that trades are so rare compared to the other sports. Like, I know, but they're not going to hold on to him probably because he's expensive. Right. Oh my god! So he'll probably play for like uh, the. <laughs> like dolphins or something okay okay dolphins is an option here they're uh sixth on the list at plus 1000 um interestingly enough number one on the list is the seattle seahawks oh, drew lock chino smith and the seahawks are saying fuck it let's take jimmy g oh, man. i don't think that's happening the other one is houston this one actually makes a bit of sense to yes, me it does if houston wasn't tanking they're trying to tank, so why would they get their team? Their whole team is terrible, so why would they get an average quarterback? Man, the, oh wow, the it, the dynamics in the NFL are different than every other league, especially with the quarterback. It's so weird because you're not. If you have a good quarterback, you're suddenly not tanking. You can't tank with a good quarterback. A, you can't tank with an above average quarterback. Right, you're going to go eight and eight yep. or what, eight and nine or whatever. You the, conversely, you could tank really easily. By just having a terrible quarterback. We you only saw, have to do one we thing. Un, we've been unintentionally tanking for three, four years here. Five years. The problem years. is the Broncos didn't go quite low enough. Like, no, the highest they ever did. got was the fifth pick. But, like, if the Seahawks were to just roll Geno Smith all year, like, they're winning three games. Bro. I, I, oh, man. I need Drew Locke to do well. Just, like. I need to, un, I need to know. For sure, that what I see in Drew Locke is real. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I need to, for my own mental sanity, to be able to, and my own confidence and my own ability to scout quarterbacks, I need Drew Locke to do what I believe he is capable of. And if he gets supplanted by Geno Smith, it's going to be a rough time for him. Dude, I, oh man. <laughs> like, I was a big believer in Josh Rosen, so I should already not believe my own takes. But yeah, I was too, so. Um, okay. I never want to think about Drew Locke ever again. <laughs> he really ruined our entire Yeah, life. he did. He made <laughs> things not fun. And it wasn't really his fault. Just all the, the toxicity Ugh. that surrounded him. No. All right. Guess the future, a.k.a. predict the future. Um, who will have the most passing yards in the NFL this year? 
who will have the most passing yards in the NFL this year? Let's think about this. Who's getting their receivers back? Is, is DeAndre Hopkins coming back? Not for a while. Okay. In fact, Kyler Murray is like 15th on this list. Oh, really? Yep. Maybe, God, who likes to sling it? I mean, a lot of teams: um, Chargers, Bucks, Rams, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. I think Cowboys. Oh my God! I kind of think it's going to be the Bills. Okay, I'm so glad you said that because the favorite to win this, uh, I famously am a Justin Herbert denier. <laughs> um, Justin Herbert is the fa- is the favorite to win this. Really? At plus six fifty, which is. Really low compared to Josh Allen, who is plus 1,200. Almost double the odds. Oh, On a team, man. I honestly don't know if they even have running plays in their playbook. <laughs> don't think so either. Like, they just and throw if they do, they're for Josh Allen. Right, right. And they're just like, yeah, Josh, just pretend like you're going to pass and then run. I like it. I like Josh Allen. I really like it too. Okay. Um, other candidates here, Tom Brady is number two at plus 800. No way. Surprisingly, he threw for like five thousand yards last year. No one was Disgusting. even no one even cared because he Disgusting. didn't win the Super Bowl, which is like the he set his, the, his own bar too high. Like a forty three year old throwing <sighs> for forty that. touchdowns and five thousand yards or whatever it was, no one cared. Can't do it. Patrick Mahomes, of course, plus eight hundred. Matthew Stafford plus a thousand. Derek Carr plus a thousand. Joe Burrow tied with Josh Allen at plus twelve hundred. Taking Joshy boy, I like Taking it. Him. Love it. Um, all right. Eh, most passing TDs are pretty much the same conversation. Let's go most rushing yards. So this is crazy because the there is no bigger turnover in the NFL than the NFL running back. Yep. The the like if you ever have played fantasy football, you know this that the number one running back that comes off the board is going to have a terrible season. Oh yeah. He had a great I'm season pro. last year. Derrick Henry's not going to have a good year this year. Ooh. He's not going it's not going to be him. He was hurt a little last year though. It was the it's, year before that he went crazy. I know, but I just I just this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like all as soon as you lock in on like the guy, the guy, it's going to be Ladanian Tomlinson. He falls off. It's like it's going to be whatever. It falls off. Like it's going to be like Javante Williams. Okay, so you bring up Javante, which is interesting because he's seventh on the list, which I think is astronomically too high. Um, because I just don't think the Broncos are going to run the ball. It's possible. Like, I think that Nathaniel Hackett knows that his number one job is to make Russ happy, and they're just going to go you're, out there. You're, I mean, come. you're probably right on this. So the favorite is Jonathan Taylor. He did it last year. Uh, mostly, I thought, because Derrick Henry was injured. Derrick Henry right after him at plus 650. Jonathan Taylor's plus 450. And then it goes Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Joe but Mixon. The thing is, is that like last year, nobody knew who Jonathan Taylor was. It's like a guy that comes out of nowhere always. Uh, yeah, I mean... It, it's This is just how it is with running backs in the NFL. It makes no sense. So I would go Derrick Henry. Well, I mean, that's what... That, conventional wisdom would be to take the most hulkingly large... Like confusingly fast, yes. now healthy, Derrick Henry. Which for some reason, the crazy thing about Derrick Henry is that he wasn't dominant out of the gate. No, they didn't really know how to use him um, when Marcus Mariota was the quarterback. And like looking back, they probably could have done Marcus Mariota a huge favor like by just, just handing it to Derrick Henry to every Derrick time. Henry. Um, and that's what I think is the thing here. Like the Titans traded away AJ Brown, which I always thought was weird. Um, and so now they've lost, in my opinion, their best passing weapon. They had Julio last year. They like thought they were gonna throw it, didn't work out. This year, I think they're just gonna be like, "Fuck it, just give it to Derek every play." I mean, 
I first off, I just wouldn't bet on this because it's. I feel like this is just too much up in the air with NFL running backs. But like, if gun to my head, I would take Derek. What's hard for me is like, maybe Nick Chubb at plus a thousand is a good bet just because we don't know who the Browns' quarterback is going to be. So right. they maybe they run the ball more. But like as you as you go past that, none of these teams are are running teams. Um, Dalvin Cook like. You know, every year, yeah. um, Kirk's putting up crazy passing stats. Najee Harris, I guess he's going to get the ball up, but he averaged under four yards per carry last year. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's on the Bengals. Like, yep. they're going to let Burrow do whatever he wants. I kind of like Najee. I kind of like Najee Harris. I could see it. I can see that. Especially if they're going to go with Pickett, which I don't know if they're going to do off the bat. They're going to go with Trubisky off the bat, which does it, don't you have to be good as a team to run the ball well? Like, that's why I'm just like, I think – the Titans are just good enough to like win nine games and just hand the ball to Derek. I would, t- I would take, I, I would take Dodgy. That, that's my pick. All right, there you go. Uh, let's move on to receiving. Who is going to lead the NFL in receiving yards? Famously, Cooper Cup last year yes, led in broke. yards, receptions, and touchdowns. It's going to be him again. Okay, it's absolutely going to be him. Again. So crazy enough, he's not the favorite. Um, Justin Jefferson, the favorite at plus eight hundred, which is kind of sad because he was drafted after Jerry Judy. Um, <laughs> Cooper Cup right behind at plus 900. Jamar Chase right behind that at plus 1,000. Devontae Adams at plus 1,200. That's where I think the competition kind of ends. C.D. Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill. But I think it's that someone in those top four. Jefferson Cup, Chase, Adams. If I were to pick, I would pick Jamar Chase. Yeah, man. I mean, they, you want to talk about a team coming in with some supreme confidence. Like, yep. even though they lost the Super Bowl, it was like they weren't supposed to win. They, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. Like, when we met the Bengals late in the year, it was like they – I remember listening to uh, whoever you guys had come in or, or somebody. I, I heard Bengals people talking about, like, how disappointing this team was. They're up, they're down. Like, yeah. they, uh, we don't know who this team is, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like all of a sudden they just – figured out exactly who they were and they just they just became like such a um overachieving squad like but they that that connection between burrow and jamar chase is like so lethal and now they're gonna just like have that confidence level all year long like yeah dude i'm with it that's that's my thing and and i just think joe burrow his swagger is so contagious I, I'm I'm a little infected myself. Yes, I am too. <laughs> the one I look at here is Devontae Adams just reuniting with Derek Carr. Like this was something that it, this has NBA written all over. This is like banana boat level <laughs> shit. Um, like these two were best friends in college. They were roommates. Banana <laughs> <laughs> uh, They you know have talked about playing together in the NFL forever. Yes. And apparently they moved. Like Devontae Adams bought a house literally right next door to Derek Carr. Yeah, that's like weird though, right? It's like a sitcom. Would you buy a house next to Brandon? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did <laughs> he buy John Gruden's house? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'd buy. I'd buy a house next to a lot of people. Why'd you have to choose Brandon? You know, quarterback, wide receiver, man. <laughs> I feel like if I know anything about this office, I would just be able to hear all of Brandon's conversations. It'd be tough from just across the across the yard. I don't think he'd be a great neighbor. <laughs> you don't think the his neighbors like when we're out on his porch on Sunday night at like one a.m. drinking blasting. whiskey, blasting rap, and talking shit. 
I don't think so. Yeah, no. <laughs> I have a feeling they probably don't like that either. Uh, okay, uh, let's go. Hmm, rookie futures. Nah, most sacks. Ooh, most sacks. So, who are the favorites of this? Like, give, give me some of this. So, TJ Watt is the defending champ on this and defending defensive player of the year. Miles Garrett is who everyone wants to be as good as TJ Watt. Um, Nick Bosa, back healthy. Joey Bosa, right next to him. Um, Chandler Jones, and then Trey Hendrickson, actually, of the Bengals right after that. And to me... I did. I'd roll favor on this. You... Pro- I cut it off after the top three. TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa. I, I would think. take TJ. I would take TJ. They're, they're going to be... The defense is going to be on the, on the field a lot for them. That's true, but they aren't going to have as many leads... Right? Do you get a tee off? Is it? But he's teeing off every time, every anyway. Right? Like he's not really dropping back into coverage that much, is he? I mean, no, never. But I just mean like, our team's gonna be able to run the ball against them more, so that he doesn't have as many sack opportunities. It's possible. He's just so good, man. But we, Ben Roethlisberger was like not having a quarterback last year anyway. It's true. Maybe Pickett catches fire for them. Psh, such small hands. Miles you know? Ga- <laughs> Miles Garrett, I. So he was rated higher than T.J. Watt and Madden. Uh-huh. This is a big thing that we talked about. It's like, how? Like, T.J. Watt's just better than him just Name because Miles Garrett is probably the most physically imposing person. Saw him at Summer League. He's huge. I got to say, he was not as big as I was. Well, he's very you're, wide. You're around all seven footers. You're right. Uh, you make a, a fine point. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to recover from that point. But all the same, I just thought in the same way that all the seven footers looked like they weren't human beings. Yeah. He, he was just so wide. Well, that's that's what's like yeah. jarring about him. Yeah, is his shoulders are like very wide, a, a couch width. Very couch width <laughs> wide. I couldn't agree with you anymore. But he's not as good as TJ Watt. I think you roll favorite here. I mean, you're getting plus six hundred. Got to roll favorite on on that one. Uh, I like this one. Who's going to throw the most interceptions in the NFL this year? Oh no. Is, it, is Drew Locke the favorite? <laughs> Drew Locke? I don't even think it's on the list. Really? It's like, uh, he's not playing. <laughs> Actually, Drew Locke and Geno Smith are both tied at plus 2,500. So they're oh way God. down the list. Really? I think it's because... Because they're not going to get the playing time. Right. They think they're probably one of them's going to start them. If you get start to lead that conversation of the most interceptions, you're getting benched if you're Drew Locke. You're not getting the... That's true. Yeah, the guys at the top of this list are young guys Like, who... could it be Patrick Mahomes, potentially? Like, no, no. Could it be Justin Herbert? Could it be Kenny Pickett? So the guys at the top of the list are are all are all four second-year guys. Um, just because it's like the teams are still committed to them, but they yep. might suck. Yep. Um, so Zach Wilson... <laughs> Is number one at plus 800. Um, Trevor Lawrence is number two at plus 1,000. Justin Fields is number three at plus 1,000. And then Davis Mills, who is going to start for the Texans, who some reason Henry loves, I hate. He loves Davis Mills? Big Davis Mills guy. (laughs) And, like, I do this thing where I overproject based off of whenever I see a player play CU in college. Yeah. Like, whatever I see that, I'm like, that's it. Yep. Um, and he was terrible against the Buffs. Done. The Buffs won. So Done. I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, who's an example? Usually they actually are really good. Like, AJ Green, when he was at Georgia, they played the Buffs. And I was like, this guy is the most incredible person oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. He had this one handed catch oh. in like the back corner of the end zone. I was like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> But we won the game, actually. Oh, um, everyone won that day. So yeah, I if I had to 
pick, I would go Mills at plus a thousand. But it's like, is he? I don't know. Is he too safe with it? Does he like? Like Zach Wilson is just playing. Zach Wilson feels very juicy. He has no pressure behind him. Oh my god! So maybe he just lets it fly. Does he let it? Golly, wow! By the way, your boy uh, Josh Rosen just signed with the Bears. Let's go! Sorry, the Browns. Oh, let's go! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is his sixth NFL team. Dude, when you're right, you're right. I was like, this guy's an NFL player, and I couldn't. How more right can you be than a guy that plays on six teams? That is a bona fide NFL player. It's true. He played (laughs) in the NFL for six. Six teams agree that he's good enough to play. I'll never forget when Von Miller (laughs) watched the tape and then came to the podium that week and said, "We're going to beat their ass." (laughs) And he was right. And he was very right. And Josh Rosen got like broken in half in that game. Tough times for him. I loved him too. He was like. He was so he a great decisive deep ball. and all great this stuff. Great deep ball. And, and people were like comparing him. People that I knew that knew him were like comparing his brain to Peyton Manning. Oh my God. And just the comedic side though. <laughs> and he just didn't give a fuck. That yeah, was like, that was like one thing. It's like one of those things I'll have to think about every time I ever scout a player again is like, he made it very clear that he like didn't necessarily love football. And that's I, what it is. Every time there's like some player that's like, oh, he doesn't like the sport. We're like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. He's really it, good at it. Turns out it matters. <laughs> yeah, but like then you're like, well, Jokic. I mean, how much does he really love basketball? Great point. There's a lot to process here. <laughs> yeah, there's always a, an exception to the <laughs> always rule. Always a counterpoint. All right, we're going Zach Wilson on that one. Although Absolutely. I think Trevor Lawrence could pull it off. Very too. sneaky. Very sneaky pick there. And this one's not even really worth going through. Most tackles, the favorites, Roquan Smith. Pretty heavy favorite. Behind him, Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks, Fred Warner, Foyasade Aluakun. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I have no thoughts on this. I, I didn't think you would. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was fun. That I, was fun. I feel better. We know exactly what's happening in the NFL we, this year You have to fade Zach Wilson. That's what we've learned. <sighs> Poor Zach Wilson. R.I.P., bro. He's just never been the same since he left the Cougars. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> um, Holy <right>. smokes. <laughs> all right, let's give a shout out to He Trav. never did. <laughs> Maybe he never left it at all. At all. <laughs> all right, shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, where you can bet on all this stuff and so much more. And you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 uh, when you use the code DNVR at sign-up. That means you can bet $1,000 on Zach Wilson to lead the league in interceptions <laughs> at plus 800. If you're right, oh, 8000 bucks in your pocket. If you're wrong, they'll just give it right back to you in uh, the form of free bets. So you could bet on other things. Sure. Um, like Zach Wilson to lead the league in interceptions like next for, year. For the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. Things yes. like that. I think that's 14 to 1 right now. 14 Gs. Let's go. Um, but either way, get over to DraftKings. Use that code DNVR when you sign up. Um, of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus. First but match each of $500. Deposit bonus comprised of 25x. Play through and restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sports. For details, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. We did a reverse show today. That was our dilemma of the day. Woo! Now It was barely a dilemma. Cruised right through that. That's true. You can't affect us. <laughs> Nothing slows us down. All right, let's go to our big threes here. Um, we'll stay on the NFL theme and uh, go to mine. I went through and picked my three favorite-ish futures. <laughs> favorite um, Totals, whatever, futures, all of that stuff. First one, Jerry Judy. 
over 72 and a half receptions. Ooh, boy. Wow. That's an average of four per game. Now, Man, Jerry I'm, Judy. I'm projecting a little bit here because this is a boomer bust, literally, year yes. for him. If he doesn't hit this year, he's a bust. I can't believe that's minus 120. Well, he factors to be the most Tyler Lockett-like of the Broncos. Factors to be. Yes. Factors to oh, be. Oh, I know. And so I'm, I'm, I'm rolling the dice here. But if you remember... He before he got hurt in game one last year, he was on pace for a monster game. He was already over 100 yards. I think he already had four or five receptions, that's maybe right. six. Um, and that's why I think he's going to have like at least maybe three or more 10 plus catch games where he just has the matchup and Russ is like, I'm gonna just keep going to you every play. I mean, it like logically makes sense. Like, Jerry Judy gets better separation immediately than anybody. He's got his hips are his hips don't lie. I don't know if you know this. Matthew. They never lie. They don't lie. And but he just like he he's not the fastest guy in the world, but he is the most like shifty. shaky, shifty. Yeah. Uh, and Russell Wilson is a very decisive passer and precise and very precise. And that's the thing is like I just think there will be games where Jerry Judy goes bonkers because the other team can't cover him and Russ just keeps finding him. Um, so. This is one of those ones that's like it might by week six you might be saying like I'm an idiot because Jerry I'd say Judy's... that every year week by week six, <laughs> but but like it's because Jerry Judy's maybe he's like has Josh Rosen syndrome. He just doesn't oh care. my god, um, that is it, a, that or is by so week funny. six you might be saying like, lol, I need four catches next week to beat this. Yeah. Uh, listen, I like it. I can't. I hate those odds though. Yeah, mine for, for such a for such a uh, a dice roll. But it does feel like it's going to be decisive. One the Broncos the receivers got the second most separation per play. Oh, I, you, any the logic the logic there. is airtight. Yeah, I, like I, I I just they need to give you more because there is an element of faith in here that they're not rewarding. All right, I got to pull up a stat here before I go to my next one. Aaron Rodgers stats. Um, so my next one here is Aaron Rodgers under seven and a half interceptions. Ooh. Now that sounds. Insanely low, doesn't it? It certainly does. But let me take you through Aaron Rodgers every season since 2016. Seven interceptions, six interceptions, two interceptions, four interceptions, five interceptions, four interceptions. He had a season where he threw two interceptions. Two interceptions, yes. Um, I And he threw for 4,400 yards that year. <laughs> two interceptions? What's funny is the year before he was hurt, he threw for six in less games. Um, but 25 touchdowns, two interceptions that year. The next year, 26 interceptions, four interceptions, four, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions. Enter Nathaniel Hackett, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, followed by 37 touchdowns, four interceptions. He hasn't had more than seven interceptions since 2015. By the way, the two years before that, five and six. So not since 2010 has he even had double-digit interceptions. And one time since 2013 has he ever gone over this number of seven and a half. <sighs> what do we do? Does his man button factor into this anyway? Mm. He's like Josh Rosen. If Josh Rosen was actually good, he is like Josh Rosen. If every good quarterback is like Josh <laughs> Rosen, if Josh Rosen was actually good, I just mean he doesn't. I don't think he loves football all that much. Does uh, his clear love of golf now interfere with his quarterbackering? So there's something called the um, handicap. Touchdown index. Oh, okay. And the lower your handicap in golf, the more touchdowns you throw. But how does it factor the, in, with the interceptions? That is true. 
I think it's all about precision. I think it's okay. good. Okay. Yeah. Right, listen, I love it. You ever and seen someone catch a golf ball off <laughs> off the face? I've He's not throwing any interceptions <laughs> on the golf course. That's a great point. <laughs> I can't believe the juice is so low on this also, but I guess the, the numbers don't lie. These are mathematicians we're up against. Um, yep. Okay, listen, a great, great bet. All right. Finally, Houston Texans, fewest regular season wins of anyone in the NFL. Tanking, as you say. Yes, they are full tank. Uh, I knew that as soon as they announced um, Davis Mills as their starting quarterback. <laughs> But um, I heard from Henry. He's a fantastic quarterback. Yeah, same. Um, where did it go? Team Plus two seventy five. I want to see the other the oh. other people who are in this, um, just to kind of compare and contrast team futures regular season wins. Oh my god, I've I've ruined <laughs> regular season wins. There we go. Oh, that's not the right one. Anyways. Um, I'm pretty sure the Seahawks were second place on this. All right. Man, um, poor Seahawks. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they have to be tanking too, though. The second that you trade Russell Wilson, you're saying, like, okay, well, we're, you know, we have to start a whole new era. I love, just love, that the Broncos are the reason that the Seahawks have imploded. That Super Bowl loss was one of the worst things that's ever happened in the city of Denver. That's a really good point. It is so beautifully poetic that it is the at the hands of the Denver Broncos and uh, specifically our, our brand new general manager, George Payton, comes in like guns blazing and just takes down our one of our greatest spiritual enemies right off the bat. It's just, he's already done so much for me. I love him so much. He, he really did. And it, I just, I love that... Um... Seahawks fans are like really salty about this. Oh, they hate Russ now. It's yes. beautiful. It's so great. And like they keep saying like, just wait. You're going to realize that yep. he doesn't do this and do that. And I'm like, just wait, bro. Your quarterback is Drew Locke. <laughs> There's nothing better than this is um, you get to say your real feelings about everything without having to be uh you know blinded by your love of the denver broncos now mm. you really get to tell both sides get to say what they really think about the quarterback um it, it's beautiful is it not we obviously won this exchange i mean screw you seahawk fans well, i hope that you never get back up off the canvas i also like really did believe in drew lock i still do man point. i still do i think he's a good quarterback i don't want to talk about it that's gonna buy. It's gonna ruin this episode. How can I not find what I was looking How, for? You, have you used this app before? Did I actually just make up the two? The most. <laughs> if I were list? a bit, if I were a, a handicapper, here's what I would do. Why wouldn't it be under Team Futures? Maybe they question. took it down because they knew that my bet was so good. That's probably it. The power of your bet was yep. just uh, disrupted the internet. We itself. move lines around here. <laughs> wow, we move mountains and lines. <laughs> I was just there. Uh, <laughs> Yaya found it pretty quickly. <laughs> Player totals, season specials. I was on team specials. Okay, fewest wins. Actually, not the Seahawks in second place. The Falcons in second place Ooh. with Marcus Mariota as their starting starting quarterback. Followed by the Seahawks, then the Jets and Bears and Jags. Um, by the way, I have a pizza bet with um, Zach. Do these pizza bets ever get paid? Are yes. You- Really? One thing that we're trying to trying to focus on this year, though, is that we go to pizza together. So it's like a, oh, a win-win. No you know? one loses. Everyone wins. There's, but the uh, winner gets to choose the pizza yes. restaurant. To this point, Zach's just Venmoed me $20. Yeah, it's, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that doesn't even cover tip, Zach. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, I don't go to a sit-down pizza <laughs> restaurant. I go to pizza. You like Pizza Hut in the I go 80s? to Sexy Pizza. 
Maybe mix in some oh, pizzeria so turns, locale. Okay, all right. Sexy well, pizza. Shout out Sexy Pizza. Big shout out Sexy Pizza. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, maybe... I don't like the Falcons, so maybe it's Who the likes Seahawks. the Falcons, dude? No one. One of our three victims in the Super Bowl. I like them for that. Um, so, yeah, there's my big three. Let's okay. go to Eric's. Pretty good, pretty good. So, you went to your old standby, the yes. NFL. I'm going to go to my old standby, the NBA, and specifically the Denver Nuggets. Love them. I gave Yaya the three picks that I myself have already bet. These are three futures that I myself am an owner of. I have bet. So, I'm a big believer in the Denver Nuggets, not only because uh, I've – in completely rearranged my life around the Denver Nuggets mm-hmm. and everything I do now has some trace of the Denver Nuggets on them. I actually believe in them very strongly. I, I used to be, I tell the story all the time. I used to be as into the Colorado Avalanche as I am currently into the Denver Nuggets. Now I'm back into the Avalanche as, as I once was, but like not to the degree of the, the Denver Nuggets mm-hmm. have seeped into my heart and into my soul. Nikola Jokic I, is truly my king. I have to say like, they always, they always, parents always tell you they love all their kids the same. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I've always believed that yes. was a lie. But when it comes to Denver sports, yes. I love all of my children yes. the same. It's, yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, like I'm you different. You really do. I do too, but I, I don't have a, I don't favor one, but I just, I do. You feel it. I don't, I don't place one above another, but I do. It's you know what like I mean? Like one of your kids is a better hang. Such a good head, dude. Like, <laughs> one of my teams has the top human being. On. I think that's my favorite tweet ever, which is like, we always talk shit about deadbeat parents, but we never asked if the kid had bad vibes. <laughs> like, so many kids have bad vibes. vibes. <laughs> so anyway, I believe. Okay, so the 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 Nuggets are in the uh, the Northwestern Division in the NBA. And the Northwestern Division has fallen on some hard times. Mm. The Oklahoma City Thunder are tanking. When do they stop? How, how long can one tank? Before you just are a tank? Yeah. Before you just are garbage? I don't know. They're in that threshold. Okay, but right. they have stockpiled a disgusting At number of picks. At least they got Josh Giddy out of They it. have Josh Giddy. <laughs> they got, but they, they got Chet Holmgren this year. Yeah. They actually have like a pretty interesting team brewing. But they're, they're tanking. Um, the Utah Jazz are imploding. What's oh, yeah. going on in Utah? I'll tell you what. The Utah Jazz are selling off their team. They realize that they're not going anywhere. The Portland Trailblazers did this last year. They added Jeremy Grant, but they still are the same flawed squad. Jeremy they're the Grant, flawed squad. Jeremy Grant was destined to be a Portland Trailblazer. Like when I see him, I'm like, that guy would look right in a Portland Trailblazers uniform. Yeah, black, black and red. Like yeah. A villain. Yeah. <laughs> the only squad that we really have to look at now seriously is the goddamn Minnesota Timberwolves who took goddamn Tim Conley from us and then just got Rudy Gobert to double down on their loathsome center index. They have Cat and Rudy Gobert together, which is either going to be unstoppable or a disaster. I have no idea which, but the Nuggets are with the reemergence of Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are poised to make some serious noise this year. When's the last time the Twin Towers thing worked out? Like Tim Duncan and David Robinson? <laughs> Man, did I almost make a joke that would end this night? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> God damn it. It never works out. It's a flawed premise. It, like, Jokic really and Nurkic should have been well, the one. Remember that AD out. and Boogie? It just That's doesn't work. That's the last work. time someone tried it, I'm pretty sure. And they were like, yeah. and then someone was like, hey, we should stop doing this. <laughs> Tim Collins like, sucks. what if we trade every pick we have for the next decade to try this again? 
I, I, I'm sure you guys have talked about this a lot on your show. I just imagined that Tim was like, look, Cat has no shot against Jokic. So we have to bring in someone who can at least put up a fight against Jokic. Yeah. I but just, Jokic cooks Rudy Gobert. He cooks everyone. But he cooks Rudy Gobert now. The like, only person he didn't That cook. was the brother I have 48. Yes. That was against Rudy Gobert. Like, the only person he didn't cook was Draymond. For two games. And DeAndre Ayton, who the Suns wanted to get rid of. That's true. Idiots. Anyway, so the the only thing I don't love about this futures bet is that the juice is not that sweet because it does feel like a little bit like a fate accomplite. So um, this is one of those ones, in my opinion, you got to put like 10 units on it. Yeah. Because you're going to have to wait all year to get it. You yeah. want... You want you want it to be a joyous day yes. when, it, when, it, when it comes around. You're not putting 20 bucks to win 10. <sighs> all right. So Nuggets Division winner. That one feels good. Here's a feel-bad one. <laughs> you like feeling bad. I know this uh, Yes, you. I do. Kevin Durant, which team will be the team he plays for next season, the first game? I have bet the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, wow. I don't that think doesn't that, make me feel bad. I think that he... Why well, I'm just betting and talking about KD. Yeah. I just don't think that there is a suitor out there currently um, that can get the deal done to the degree that they want. And at a certain point, they're just like, Kevin, just play the goddamn game, man. Like, I just feel like the the window of time is closing on this. Um, The Suns effectively took themselves out of this competition by re-signing Aiton because now he can't be traded until January. They could, Mm -hmm. again, they could revisit this trade in January, but But not until, but he also now has a no trade clause. That DeAndre Aiton was the big piece in that Suns trade, which supposedly is the place he wants to go. So I feel like I just feel like it, it's gonna be. Does the, he just really be, like Chris Paul and Devin Booker? He just likes uh, what he perceives this the shortest distance to a championship. They they're, they're the closest. I thought you were gonna say like shortest distance to Vegas or something. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Gosh, so I was very like pro player empowerment era yeah. the, when it first like, started. Like okay, fine. now the fact that I like don't even know where star players are they're terrible. Makes it kind of rough. Like, James Harden has played on, like, four different teams. What does it even mean to have a favorite player on a team? You know what it means? Nikola goddamn Jokic. Yeah, we're so that, blessed. I, that, dude, if you want to understand, like, why you should place all of your love and all of your adulation towards Nikola Jokic, it's that exact reason. He is not interested in ruining the NBA the way every other superstar is. And he's a back-to-back MVP. He's the best player in the league. That's so good. He's the best. So great. He's the best. Also, like the Avs also have this thing going where like they all just want to be together yes. and stay together. And it's just like, oh, this is great. Which, Kadri, come on. Like, it's only money, bro. Come on, be cool. I think it's he's just, just cool. I think he's, what he's actually doing is like giving the Avs time. Oh. Like the Avs are like, look, man, we can't afford you. But let me so, see if we can move some things around. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm in no rush. Yeah. <laughs> so just do what you got to do. I think that's what's happening. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Avs fans are funny because they love every player. Yes. Like, wholeheartedly love every player. Like, yes. I still see posts being like, I'm so sad that Tyson Jost wasn't on the Stanley Cup team. <laughs> it's like... You I put up some real stats on the Eagles. I have a very different feeling about that i'm i'm of the mind of every move that happened before the stanley cup had to happen to win the stanley cup so i put everything in the past yes but like it came up like oh they might have to trade sam gerard to keep kadri people are like no no you can't trade gerard it's like 
you're like, can't you? <laughs> like, but at the same time. I personally believe everyone on the abs that isn't a top, top tier talent is replaceable by Joe Sack. Couldn't agree more. Oh, uh, you are Kadri doing this thing where you're overthinking team. hockey. He, he puts the he puts the biscuit in the basket. Biscuit in the guy. basket in the biggest in the biggest uh, stage, bro. I don't know, man. I just wouldn't you're over. you're listening to too much uh, AJ Major. and Rudo being like, I just don't know if that year is replicable. It may maybe it isn't. He's still way better than Sam Gerrard right it now. Is, but also you gotta keep your no, I'll get lost. You got to keep catching. Joe Sackett will Biscuit just pull basket. some shit out of his ass. Some guy will be an all-star. Biscuit in the basket, baby. Uh, and that leads me into my third pick. I bet this a long time ago. I think everyone else should bet this. I'm betting the Nuggets to win the NBA championship. Let's fucking go. I know that this is a long shot. DraftKings knows that this is a long shot. Everybody listening knows that this is a long shot. That's why they are giving you plus 1,600 odds. It is... It sounds insane because we're talking about a team that's never even really come close to winning the championship. They've never been to the big dance before. But Nikola Jokic has been allowed to play essentially by himself for two seasons. Mm -hmm. He's gotten, he has achieved heights we've never seen in the city before. And he has been able to take, to drag essentially a dead squad with him into the playoffs valiantly and gotten them just as far as they could go. This year we are getting back Jamal Murray. We are getting back Michael Porter Jr. Our reports are telling us both players are at 100%. They are ready to go. We are adding Bones Highland year two. Year two, yeah. We are bringing in a an absolute number one glue guy in the NBA in Bruce Brown. Mm. Calvin and team, T- Calvin Booth, Tommy B, Tommy Bracelets, Tommy Balchettis, our man, uh, <laughs> have made some pretty bold moves this offseason. They got rid of Will Barton in favor yeah. of Cantavius Caldwell Pope, KCP, um, who should give us better defensive prowess on the ex- uh, uh, the uh, perimeter, which was the Nuggets' downfall. Yep. The Nuggets and have Bruce been, Brown brings the same thing. The Nuggets have improved in every area of the uh, of their of the team. Roster. And it really just comes down to the health of those two players, MPJ and uh, Jamal Murray. They're absolutely good enough to win a title. Everything comes down to luck in, in a lot of ways, particularly when it comes to the health of this squad. But sprinkle that, man. Just at least sprinkle that. Like I'm putting it in, too. And what's interesting is the Broncos are exactly the same. Yep. Plus 1,600. Yep. I feel like there's some good juju there. Yeah, think about that. Think about if you're just a Broncos guy, how good do you feel about the Broncos' chances right now? The DraftKings views those as the, the exact same right. as the Denver Nuggets. 100%. And I would say there's... This actually seems like something an NFL guy would say that isn't true, but like it feels like there's more parity in the NFL. Um, like I'm super afraid of another Warriors dynasty. Yes. Um, but at the same time, because I think they just like broke basketball. They did break but, basketball by being too good. Yes. Yes. I also think the Nuggets have a legitimate chance here. And one thing that I think isn't talked about enough, we can talk about Jamal's skill and what MPJ brings and all this stuff a million times over. I don't think it's discussed enough. That Jamal is that guy. Like He's that dude. You have to have an asshole on your team to be You have great. to have an asshole on your team. I'm that guy on this team. <laughs> like like Nathan McKinnon is that for the ass. Yes, he's such an asshole. So is Kadri. Yeah, and he's like the the like enforcery, like I'll I'll lay you out. But like just someone who's just like goes out there and is just like 
fuck everyone else. Yes. I love it. And that we've missed that for two years. Yes. Jokic is like, oh, I love everyone. You also all suck. Dude, you the know. thing about the the Nuggets are... And I don't mean that in a in, in derogatory way. It's just no. like he's not going out there being like, I'm going to kill you people no. tonight. The Nuggets are as Jokic are. They, they, oftentimes teams take on the personality of their best player. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets are quiet until until they snap. Yeah, yeah totally. They're like they're like, but okay, I think Jamal okay, changes okay. that. I think Jamal actually Jamal has that in him. He's got yeah. that dog in him. He's, he's, <laughs> he has that dog in him. But literally, I just think he changes the complexion of the team. But when he's on the court, like he, he just he's full of fuck you. And I love that <laughs> he about is, him. He is chock full of fuck you. <laughs> Absolutely, nobody. I just think that's something that they've missed for two years. Like we know that Jokic is a dog in his own right. It's just a very different style. Yeah, he's got that dog in him. Simply put, everyone knows exactly what we mean when we say that. Yep. He's just, Chuck, as you know, he's got that dog in him. He just simply does. <laughs> so I guess the Broncos Nuggets parlay is going to pop off. <laughs> oh, yo, how can. RK, always a page ahead. I, I haven't know. even put that together yet. <laughs> Broncos Nuggets abs. Might as well throw Oh, them my in. God, dude. If we. Uh wow! I wouldn't even allow myself the dream of that. That's pop. That's on the goddamn table. It's, it is on the table. <laughs> so, and we leave smart. you with that. <laughs> with that thought, this has been fun. Appreciate you, E. Thanks, Yaya. Great having you back in studio. And we'll uh, catch you tomorrow on DNVR Bets Daily. Look.